Shohei Otani flips his bat like this, if you're watching on the YouTube side, and saves the Halo season for, for now. For now, I'm not going to get too excited. Uh, what a game against the New York Yankees. And there was a moment in this game with Griffin Canning and Phil Nevin that I loved, and we're going to talk about it. It's time to get Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcast, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. And those watching on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed and click that bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. And today's show is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use our code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Thanks for being here for this episode of Lockdown Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, aka the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Hey, Lockdown Everydayers, we have a great conversation with Lindsey Crosby of Lockdown MLB Prospects on Friday to discuss which team has the prospects if the Angels are going to make a trade of Shohei Otani. But listen, on today's show, the Angels have struggled to produce a shutdown inning, and we're chatting about Zach Neto being a possible locker room leader. But Mike, first, the Angels live to fight another day. Maybe our question for Lindsey Crosby on Friday will be for not, because the yeah. Angels walk it off in this one, uh, four to three, fantastic, and a large part due in part to Shohei Otani, but also the pitching, Mike. Yeah, uh, Shohei said... I'm still here <laughs> when he hit that home run. They were down three to one in the seventh inning, Johnny, and he hit his 35th home run. There was a runner on, and everybody was thinking that they were probably just going to put Shohei on, and they decided to pitch to him. And it was a good at bat. I mean, he he looked fooled a couple of times, but then he nails a typical Shohei home run to like left center and ties this game at three. And then that bat, that bat flip oh, was just chef, like, mm, woo, it was so good. Kiss, baby. And I, and I loved his energy around the bag. I love his huge high five to Bill Hasselman at, at third base. I, I loved I don't want to talk everybody. about Bill Hasselman. <laughs> well, yeah, at least he didn't punch him in the face, but yeah. everybody was so, so fired up at that moment, John. And it was a back and forth game and both teams really needed this one. And the top of the ninth comes and Matt Moore comes in. He has a bit of trouble and then gets Mike, not Mike Stanton, that's what his name was, Giancarlo Stanton, uh, he gets him to fly out to deep left center field. I I thought that ball was gone, John. Ooh, I know, I know, I was, that was I a was scary nervous. one. Yeah, I was nervous. The runners, the runners took off. They were at second and third watching Taylor Ward catch that one. Yeah. Uh, so now we've got very lucky on that one. Totally. Uh, you got Gliber to, uh, to ground into a double play, and that was awesome. I think that yes. fired up the team. Yeah. Uh, but like you said, they... They pitched to Otani in that one. They lived to regret it. Now, the bottom of the ninth, the Yanks did pitch to him again. They had a lefty on the mound, and they struck him out in that one. Mickey Moniak flew out to left. Taylor Ward walked, and then Moose got a little squibber up the left field line. Yeah. yeah. Um, Thais got struck out, and it was a it was a strike. I went and looked, and it, it was, was a, strike a strike on the corner. But, Mike, you got to have some situa- situational awareness because he threw his helmet down, he threw yeah. his bat down, and got kicked out of the game. And so right. Chad Wallach had to be the ghost runner in the 10th inning. And fortunately, 
And I'm going to say this, say nice things about Aaron Loop, Mike, because <sighs> yeah. he got us out of a jam in this one. He kept that runner, the Manfred ghost runner from scoring from second. He so did. what's, what's your nice thing about Aaron Loop? What are you going to say? Aaron? Thanks. <laughs> there it is. Uh, That's he, all I'm going to say. <laughs> he gets Rizzo out on a grounder. It moves the runner over. He strikes out Bader and he strikes yeah. out Volpe. The strike strikeout guy, Mike. The strikeouts, John. <laughs> I'm just amazed by that. So then we get to the, the bottom of the 10th and a lot of pinch hitters, a lot of moving some pieces around. Can't pinch run for Wallach because Thice is out of the game. And you have two outs and Michael Stefanik is coming up to pinch hit. And I was confident that he was going to make contact because he just has a really good bat. And I love mm -hmm. that he didn't wait. I love that he attacked the zone here mm -hmm. and rips one down the left field line. It was good enough to score Chad Wallach. It wasn't even close. He was coming yeah. down that line. And I love that. Yeah. And I love that he's on this team. And and Johnny, I want to see Stefanik in there more often. I want to see agree. Cabbage in there more often. I, I want to see them use these guys to the best of their ability, because I think that there's a reason why they were so successful in AAA. And I want to see them really produce and perform in the major leagues. I mean, Cabbage, he, he did get pinch hit for because it was a lefty-lefty matchup, but all of his hits have gone to left field. I mean, the guy is using the opposite way as a way of getting on base. Somebody on Twitter made a comment that I'm going to investigate, and they compared Trey Cabbage to Bryce Harper at the plate. Mm. And so I am going to look into that and see if there's any similarities there. I think it'd be Segment really for later important. this week. I like that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> Mike, you know why Michael Stefanik won, right? No. Why did he win? Because he was Gwen Stefanik tonight because Gwen Stefani, Orange County native, yes. was in the house with Blake Shelton. Wait, and... <laughs> wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You mean to tell me that the irrelevant nobody cares about you angels from Stephen a smith yeah but there were like five celebrities there last night blake shelton gwen stefani lance bass and lance then bass. and then the, <laughs> the, the the coach for the chargers and, yeah. and another player for the chargers hmm, it's strange talking about, talking about irrelevant the chargers sorry if that's your charger fan but like that was just the <laughs> like i was watching that going out and, and it wasn't like they were there because the yanks they were wearing angel stuff and they were going yeah. nuts when the angels were we're doing really well. Johnny, let me let me bring you back to the game for just a moment. Here's the moment I loved. Canning, first of all, pitched really well. Yeah. Pitched really well. Career high in strikeouts, 12 Ks. I loved what happened in the sixth inning, and I know it didn't work out to our benefit, but he came out in that sixth inning after throwing over 100 pitches, and he was dominant, he was strong, and the Yankees really struggled against him. In fact, I think Canning's stuff is perfect against these Yankees because mm. he's going up and down in the strike zone and they were chasing everything. And I yeah. know that they were without some of their best players, Aaron Judge included. But I loved what happened because he stayed out there and there's a lot of conversation about the bullpen we can have and the bullpen's been tired. And, and I love that when Canning gave up two hits with two outs, he looked at Phil Nevin and he said, I'm fine. I'm fine. And mm -hmm. Nevin said, I'm going to come out and talk to you, which I love. He mm -hmm. came out, had a good conversation. Unfortunately, he walked the next batter. You could see yeah. how much he wanted it. But Johnny, I love that move. And I love that for Griffin Canning. I'm bummed that he couldn't actually walk away with the victory. But I love that they kept him in there through 120 pitches. It's, it's just, it's what you want to see from your pitchers. It's what you want to see from your manager. That was a great moment last night outside of this win. 
in a six man rotation, you should be able to throw 120 pitches. It's yes. like this is this is how it used to be. I don't know when pitch counts got so scrutinized. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I I think about the days of uh, my favorite Jared Weaver. Like these guys are going out there and they're throwing over 100 pitches most nights. Right. And and uh, so yeah, pitch counts have been very scrutinized. And Mark Langston says it all the time with a six man rotation, you should be able to go 100 pitches or more. And that's yeah. exactly what happened here. So Griffin Canning just trying to extend his start just because this bullpen has been so bad. And we saw that when Jimmy Herget came out and Ugh, gave up the yeah. the double. And so uh, there was an immediate down to nothing in that one. And it was because of, of Jimmy Herget. Fortunately, Matt Thice hit a home run and then Otani hit his. Yeah. And then that's when Stefanik walked it off in the 10th. <laughs> I love that Wayne Rondazzo said, no one to trust in the Angels bullpen right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> because right. like, there, just what do you think is going to happen when you bring in Jimmy Herget? Like, right. I, I understand. I think that you Phil gets the approval for letting Griffin Cannon go. I think he managed uh, the rest of the way pretty well, especially with pinch hitting and trying to figure things out and bringing yeah. in Stefanik. My only knock is is Herget in that situation. He hasn't uh, been good in the majors. He hasn't been good in the minors. When and especially got, in high leverage, like right, that is the most right. high leverage situation. When they brought right? him in, I actually went and looked at his minor league numbers uh, based off of where he's been just in this last month. He's been terrible. He's been yeah. he's been Jimmy Herget. Like yeah. he's been awful. He hasn't been the guy he was last year. And we shared some stats on this show a few months ago before he was sent down the first time. He, he's terrible. His pitches are just being, they're being read. Everybody's seeing what he's throwing. And the fact that he's even up, I know that the bullpen's tired. There's gotta be another, there's gotta be another arm. Bring up Silseth for just like one game. Like there's gotta be another arm down <laughs> it's there. Come down to it, Cause it's terrible. Uh, high five to Reyes. I know that he gave up a run on the sack fly, but he really was shut down after that and really ate up two innings. And those were needed innings. Yeah, and good to see Matt Moore come back and be healthy and get yes. out of the jam. Yes. Uh, and then Aaron Loop again. It just cracks me up. Unreal, dude. <laughs> he struck out two in that one. So, Unreal. Man, what a walk-off win. Very pumped. Again, got to take it a day at a time because, like I said, yeah. the, the Angels live to fight another day. The yep. Yankees are ahead of them in the wild card. They've got the Blue Jays ahead of them in the wild card. They play them at the end of the month. So there are plenty of opportunities to gain some ground here. And again, they have to take it a day at a time and it's going to be, that's about it. That's all they can do. Yeah. The angels are back at it tonight against the Yankees, 638 Pacific time. Patrick Sandoval is on the mound. So that'll be an interesting one to watch. You can catch every pitch of the angels hometown broadcast on Sirius XM with the SXM app. Just search angels and coming up on locked on angels, Zach Neto's dad, Joaquin Neto. I almost said Joaquin Phoenix, Joaquin Neto <laughs> tweeted after Sunday's loss to the Astros. And it got us thinking. Is Zach Neto the leader that the Halos need? We're going to tell you all of our thoughts on that coming right up. Locked on Angels is brought to you by Game Time. Johnny, we are going, uh, the family and I are going on Saturday to the Angels Pirates game. You didn't tell me. excited about that. Uh, sorry. Um, we're going to be sitting in the right field pavilion, so that's that's pretty exciting. But we got tickets super fast and super easy with the Game Time app, and you can do the same thing. You can get tickets to all types of events like football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, and more. And what I love about game time is they have the game time guarantee. It means that you'll always get the best price and you get event cancellation protection. Here's how it works. You download the app. You can buy tickets in a matter of seconds, literally like two set, two taps and you're set. Uh, You can see where you're going to sit beforehand. So you kind of know the area. If you haven't been before, if you're an angel fan, 
you know where you're going. And so it just kind of gives you a sense of where you're going. Uh, tickets are certainly directly to your phone. Don't have to dig through email. And if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time's going to credit you 110% of the difference. So why don't you download the Game Time app while you're watching or listening to this show? Just go to the App Store, look for the Game Time app, create an account, and then use our promo code Locked On MLB when you're buying tickets. You'll get twenty dollars off your first purchase. So take care of all the fees and the taxes and all of that good stuff. There are some terms that do apply, but again, create an account, use our code Locked On MLB for twenty dollars off. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Thanks for making Lockdown Angels your first listen of the day. Hey, on Friday, Lockdown Everydayers, don't forget that Lindsey Crosby from Lockdown MLB Prospects is going to be joining us to talk about which teams have the trade capital to make an Otani trade worth it if the Halos decide to trade him. Trade him. We'll talk about that on Friday. Hey, don't forget the Angels are playing the Yanks tonight, 6.38 Pacific time. Catch every pitch of the Angels' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Angels. After Sunday's really difficult loss to the Astros, Zach Neto's dad tweets out a video picture of Zach Neto in the dugout after the game. He's the only one in there. They're literally cleaning the dugout and he's right. up against the railing. Then he goes and he sits down. And I, I loved I loved the tweet. And I know that Joaquin watches and listens to the show. We love that you're here. We love that your son is on the Angels. We, we high five you. Thanks for raising a good kid. Uh, yes. But he he tweeted this out. He said, I will start by saying that I'm a little biased. We all are. He said, I know my son, and I know that that game on Sunday night really hurt. This picture right here shows it all. Guys cleaning up in the dugout and him there by himself wondering, WTF, what happened? He said, bring <laughs> on the Yankees. Let's go. And and I, I loved that image. I love that his dad tweeted that out. I love the video that some people were talking about as well. John, a lot's been made about Shohei's body language, facial expressions. There's been people who are like, oh, he's gone because you know, right. they lost a game or body you know, language all of that experts. Stuff. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> what what does, since we're body language experts, what does Neto's body language and being in the dugout after this game, what does this say to you about Neto? And do you think that he is the guy that can help lead this locker room? I know he's the young guy, but do you think he's the guy that can lead this team with his passion, with his energy, with his fight? Talk to me. Yeah, yeah. If if you are on the YouTube side, you can see the photo here. It's kind of you know, it's a screenshot, but uh, this was Neto sitting, you know, behind the benches in the dugout, just you know, pondering what happened in yeah. this game and and how that loss happened. Mike, this is something that happened before with Zach Neto when when the Trash Pandas lost in the playoffs last season. He he stuck around and he showed that passion. And so I I to me it just screams that he cares. Yep. And that's the most important thing because yep. I feel like we've gone a long time with guys who don't seem to take these losses personally. Hmm. And at the end of the day, you're working as hard as you are like Zach Neto uh, to to help this team win, and it, it is personal when you lose because you're given everything out there. And I yeah. don't know I don't know when things became no so nonchalant with this team. It feels like it happened in the last ten years, right? Yeah. I mean, look they they made the playoffs in 2014, but there's been something missing. There's been an edge missing, and not that Zach Neto is like a, a fire and brimstone kind of guy. But he's got passion, and we need more of that passion, and we need more of that 
on this team. And he's a he's a rookie, but to, to see that he cares so much is so crucial to this team. I love that he had something to say about Mike Moustakis leading that locker room meeting, and you could tell it made an impression on Zach Neto, and that's the kind of passion and enthusiasm we need from this team. You said something yesterday that really stuck with me. It's the old and the new mm, with the yeah. Angels. Yeah. It's the it's the Taylor Ward getting tagged up at second because he nonchalantly caught that fly ball in left field. It's Renhifo not hustling to the to the ball he missed on Friday night, right? Th- those are those are old guard young players. And to be honest, they're Epler players, right? They're yeah. they're guys that Billy Epler That's went true. and got. The guys that Perry Manassian has brought in. When you think about Logan O'Hoppy and Zach Neto and Mickey Moniak, I know that the ESPN broadcast was blood to your ears, made your ears bleed, but the conversation they had with Mickey Moniak while he was mic'd up was was so much fun. And it's like, there's personality on this team. There's passion on this team. And I just feel like that's been missing. And I, I don't know what that says about the likes of Mike Trout, we know that he's a quiet leader in the locker room, and that's always been the idea there. Uh, Albert Pujols, I don't know what kind of leader he was. I know that he butted heads with Torrey Hunter, who was the locker room leader uh, in that 2012 season. And 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 to be honest, it feels like we haven't had a Torrey Hunter in this locker room since, since he was removed from the roster and not re-signed the way he should have been, right? So all of that to say... I just think it's it's high time for the Angels to have somebody who has passion like this. And Zach Neto has it, doesn't he? I think he does. And Johnny, I just had a thought as you were talking. I, I wonder if the Angels don't need that fiery, kind of loudmouth type of guy. They had a great interview with Garrett Anderson on the TV side. Mm-hmm. And, and they talked about the meeting with Moustakis. And they said, Are, do those help? And he said, not if it's just rah, rah, rah. Sometimes right. when you have accountability, that's helpful. He goes, but those things don't necessarily do much but it's the play on the field that does a lot it's what it's it's your posture it's your attitude and i think that the it, the tension that the angels have ridden for the last 10 years johnny has been that they've had one or two guys that have been really excited to be there shohei otani mm-hmm. mike trout right some of those guys i would even put jared walsh in that category and oh Golden yeah simmons would be in that category um i think david fletcher for a time would be in that category they just have had more um, for lack of a better term, kind of nonchalant, lazy type of players. Not that they're lazy, but these nonchalant kind of, oh, yeah, we're having a good time out sure. here, right? Type well, of there's, players. There's so many people passing this team by and passing yeah. through every year. Like, think yeah. about how many single-year free agents that we've signed or traded for. And I know that's not always a bad thing, but you you think about, like, ships passing in the night. That's, that's Hunter Renfro. I know we love Gio Rochella, but that's Gio Rochella. Like, they're yeah. not... They're not here next year, yeah. according to their contract. And even Mike Moustakis won't be here next year, according to the contract. But at the same time, there hasn't been uh, a, a root planted yeah. in the ground with yeah. with some of these players who come through the locker room and they're just here. Mike, I, I for as much as I hate being the body language expert, I understand why Anthony Rendon will get the criticism that he does. Now, oh, for sure. He, he's a lot like Garrett Anderson in the same way that he's he's not the rah-rah guy. And, and national fans will tell you he's never been 
the the rah-rah guy. So it, it, don't look for something that's not there with yeah. Anthony Rendon. But at yeah. the same time, like that that fist bump with Shohei Otani where he was trying to say, like, it's okay, man, and Otani was ticked off. Like he he went to give him the fist bump, and Otani was still mad. And so he, like, kind of turned and laughed at the person next to him. And yeah. I'm just like, I don't like that. I know. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Like, that's a moment you go, ah, I get it, dude. I'm sorry, man. Like, you, you – did your best and yeah. and if he refuses your fist bump then put a hand on his back you know yeah. what i'm saying i it's just it's, like it's, I, it's it's read the room it's it's yes. know know the Thank know you. the environment right and i think that with trout and otani they've always been a netto type of player i think netto fits in that category i think the guys that Manassian has brought in have, have fit that category. I love that Mike Moustakis is a guy who's chomping on his gum and he looks like he's ready to go. And I know he's mm-hmm. not the same player he was from a couple of years ago, but he's brought an energy to this team. And, and I think that that's really been the main issue the last 10 years is that we've found ourselves with a lot of Billy Epler guys who are kind of laissez-faire, kind of nonchalant guys. And now we're filling this team with a lot of excitement and a lot of energy. And I think Zach Neto is the guy that can really lead this team moving forward. Look at you saying laissez-faire. How about that? (laughs) Johnny, I have mentioned it a few times on this pod. Shut down innings are Mm -hmm. something that the Angels just really, really struggle with. And so you did some work. So... Buckle up, nerds. Yes. Johnny's got some good stats for us, and, and he's going to talk about how the Angels have done and shut down innings. Is it just something that I'm seeing, Johnny, or is it actually something that's happening? Talk to me. So here's the thing. There there are a lot of innings where games are tied and things like that, and maybe the, the team gets a run back and they tie it up, and then the pitching gives it away the next inning. I didn't even focus on those, Mike. You know what I, I know. focused on? Where the Angels have had the lead and given their pitcher the lead, and then the immediate next half inning, the pitcher goes out and gives it right back. So I okay. looked at all 94 games. I didn't count last night. I looked at all 94 games so far this season, when it happened, who did it, and how it happened. So okay. let me take you back to the 10th of April. It's happened 16 times, Mike. So wow. you're not imagining it. Okay. Again, that's just when they had the lead and gave right. it away. It's not even a tie game. Uh, the Angels had a 4-1 lead against the Nationals. Jose Suarez gave it right back to make it 4-4 on a Renjifo air. Uh, that was a loss that day. Now, the next day against the Nationals, they won. The Angels took the lead in the bottom of the third. Canning gave up two in the top of the fourth. Uh, going back to the Royals game, that I think you were at, and it was the one where you said he doesn't have it, Phil. He don't he don't have yes. it. <laughs> yep. I remember so that game. <laughs> this was a, this was a loss to the Royals. The Angels took the lead eight to six in the eighth. Jose Quijada immediately comes out, a hit by pitch, gives up a double, a ground out, a single, a walk, walks to the bases loaded, hit by pitch, and a run scores. And then there's that's a five run inning in the ninth for the Royals. So that's another one yeah. that they gave away. And we ran out of there after that game. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. I imagine. Uh, I, I love the other games that you have listed here, Johnny. Uh, April 27th against the A's. It was a win. There was a five-run third for the Angels. This was the game where Otani's sweeper started to be questioned. Yeah. And he gave up a couple of home runs, hit a couple of batters. Uh, then on the 5th of May... The Angels lost to the Rangers, started out with a three-run bottom of the first. Remember when they just kept scoring runs in the first inning? I know. 
just kept blowing it. Suarez then really struggled in this game with a walk, a homer, a single, a sack bunt. Uh, there was a double, a sacrifice fly. It was a that three-run first that really helped the Angels, and then they just kind of gave the game that, back. That was the only lead they had that entire game yeah. against the Rangers there was that three-run inning in the first, and that was it because they gave it right back. Now, they did have a win against the Astros on the 8th of May. Uh, they give Sandoval a run in the second. The Astros get three in the third. And all with two outs, Mike. Isn't that. that just the most infuriating thing? I hate that. Uh, but then they did tie it in the third and the fifth. So it was a back and forth game. They got two more in the eighth for the win. Against the Orioles, the Angels were up one and oh, one to nothing in the second. Shohei gave up a two-run home run on the sweeper. Yeah. Uh, and this is when that conversation keeps going about like, why is he throwing the sweeper? Uh, the Angels took the lead back in the next inning and it was three to two, but then they give up another two run home run on the sweeper. So just that, no wonder everybody was talking about the sweeper so much with Shohei yeah. earlier this year. The good news is that the Angels got five back in the next inning and kept the lead the rest of the way against the Marlins. It was an eight to five loss in extras. They were up three to two in the seventh. Silseth gave up a two run homer immediately after the angels took the lead. And then the Marlins get four in extras against Jaime Berea, who has not had a lot of success at the end of this, at the end of the game this year. And finally for may the white Sox, they had a seven to three loss against the white Sox. They were up three to one in the fourth after a two run inning Anderson gives up five in the bottom of the fourth. Take us to June, Mike. So on the first, the ninth, the 13th, 14th, 17th, and the 29th, uh, the Angels really struggled with getting the lead and then giving it right back against the Astros. It happened against the Mariners. They got a win against the Mariners and the Rangers. They lost to the Rangers uh, the very next day. And then in, on on uh, June 17th, it was the 10-9 loss to the Royals. This is where Davinsky blew up. And then uh, on the 29th of June, they lost to the White Sox 11-5. to This game, the Angels were up 4-1. to They had this yeah. lead in the game. And then Sandoval surrenders six in the top of the third. Two singles, <laughs> locks the bases loaded. Like, it was just a terrible game. And then, John, take us to that one game in July against the Diamondbacks. Yeah, fortunately, it was a 5-2 to win. They had a one to nothing lead in the first. Detmers gave up, a, gave up two in the top of the second, a walk and a home run. Then the Angels came back and scored three the very next inning, and that was all the scoring for that game. So again, 16 instances where the Angels have the lead for and, and earn the lead for their starting pitcher, but then it is given right back to the yeah. other team. Some of yeah. these are with bullpen guys like Quijada or Berea coming out of the bullpen or Chase Silseth when he was still kind of fresh and new to the team. But Mike, what is it that's so frustrating and and – and I know it's 16 times, which is a lot, but still in the grand scheme of things is not, not that much yeah. <laughs> because there's so many yeah. innings of baseball, but what is it about these that jump out and make it so frustrating? A lot of these are O2 pitches and a lot of these are happening with two outs. And mm-hmm. that's the thing that really is frustrating. Like you're, lead you're up, up lead off walks. Yeah. And... You're up O2 and then suddenly you're, you're, you're down three to two. Like it just, it gets so infuriating and, and there's a lot of leadoff walks and it's those walks that have really done a lot of damage against the angels bullpen and against the angels starters. And that's why I, I wonder, John, if the angels should wait until the trade deadline to make some trades. I know that they're mm. waiting to see what to do with Shohei Otani, but if they make a couple of moves and get a couple of bullpen pieces, 
I think that that actually could help solidify this team to really make a run because what happened last night is a great example of that. You're not going to Jimmy Hergit. You're going to somebody else. You're going to a fresh arm, right? And and that's Scott really what Barlow. they need. Scott Bartlett would be great, <laughs> right? And so I think that that actually might be why the Angels decide not to wait and why they keep Otani because they're they're going to look at this and go, we need a couple bullpen arms. Let's go get them. And they're going to go get them. And then I can think I could see that actually impacting this team where we go on a run and we win like 10 of 11 or 10 of 12, something along those lines, because then we won't have games, hopefully, like we had last night where we have to come back and we have to keep fighting because we have a bullpen arm outside of our really strong guys. We've got another bullpen arm that really stretches this bullpen and can come in and not give up another run. And that's what happened against the Astros, John. You got to put yeah. your foot on the throat of good teams. You right. can't give them any hope. And the angels are really good at handing out hope. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's, it's mentality, Mike. As soon as the angels have the lead, you have to do everything in your power to prevent the other team from taking the lead or tying it up. It doesn't matter what happens the rest of the game. If it's one to nothing or three to nothing and the angels are up, you have to manage and you have to go out there on the mound and say, no, they're not doing this. They're not scoring. And I understand that's the job of a pitcher, but what I'm saying is I just, I think there's has to be a mentality of this is not happening. And like you said, we're, we're putting the pedal to the metal here and we're not letting this team score. I don't care that I have a cushion. No, there's uh, there's no um, scoring that's going to be had here as long as I'm on the mound. And I think that's the mentality that starting pitchers need and, and even the bullpen guys as well. Thanks for making Locked on Angels your first listen of the day. Remember, the Angels play the Yanks at 638. You can check out that game right now on the uh, Sirius XM on the SXM app. Just search Angels. Listen to that game tonight. It's going to be a great game. Hey, give us a follow at Lockdown Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram to keep up with the latest and greatest about the show and get all the news and angel stuff that you need. Hey, Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show? Sam Blum wrote a really great article that we're going to talk about how this Otani trade talk and free agent talk has really affected the players. So we're going to talk about that tomorrow on Lockdown Angels. Looking forward to that conversation. We hope you'll come back and join us again. Until then, my name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother, John. Thanks for being here with us, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Tomorrow.